My mom had me abducted and thrown into the wilderness for 88 days. Is this abuse? And actually, we have the storyteller with us right now, Mick. Uh, Mick, how do we meet? Well, um, I have uh, been a fan of you guys for a little while. I listen to the show while I edit. And um, one time I was not editing, but actually doing another activity, uh, a Uh little more physical. (laughs) (laughs) And and sometimes uh, I just have my computer. I have this whole little setup here. And sometimes uh, there's music playing or podcasts or just, you know, various things. And it just so happened that it was uh, the voices of my dear friends, uh, Sam and John, uh, as I was doing the dirty. And uh, yeah, then no, I heard um, nothing that puts you better in the mood than our yelling oh, yeah. voices. Exactly. exactly. And then and then you uh, you had asked on your podcast. I'm sitting there at work and you're like, I wonder if anyone has, uh, you know, made sweet love to our voices. <laughs> so I was like, I, I sat there and immediately I was like, oh, yeah, for sure. I've clapped cheeks to these guys. So like <laughs> I was like, <laughs> slin your DMs. And then, uh, and then you were, oh, I got frustrated because you didn't respond. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was but like, we responded yes. eventually. And then we surfed. So it's all good now. <laughs> um, so yeah. Okay. So, uh, we're glad to have you on. We want to get, you got to give us like the, the, the 90 second, you know, uh, uh gotta give us a 90 second breakdown of how this abduction happened. All right, so I was not a good kid. I was taken. I was put in a car, a black Suburban. I'll never forget it. And I was also um, slightly medicated. Uh, I fell asleep. Uh, I woke up. This is in Florida, by the way. So the drive was from West Palm Beach to, um, man, I couldn't even tell you. I would say somewhere around Henderson, North Carolina, somewhere in that area. And I woke up. And, they went wow. far. Yeah. Oh my God. I woke up and uh, I'm in the mountains and they put me in this room. They strip search me, make sure I don't have anything. Uh, my watch gone, just take, they just take everything I have, all my clothes. Uh, and then they blindfold me. They put me in another truck uh, and then I get dropped off into this camp with five other kids in the woods. And then uh, I was given like a guidebook. It was like supposed to be like a therapy thing, but it was not very. Uh, that sounds like it gives you. Yeah, that sounds like it makes it you need therapy instead of being therapeutic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we're gonna give you a reason right to need this. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> it was. It was very. Um, I think like for me, I'm definitely like an outdoorsy guy so like at first i was like oh this is gonna be sick but like you don't they don't tell you any information they're like they don't tell you how long you're gonna be there they don't tell you what time it is what date it is like it it, it's really and you they don't tell you where you're going you're just like walking in the woods (laughs) oh my and it was winter too and you were there for 88 days days. yeah some kids were there shorter some kids were there longer all right so we, we gotta, I, you know, we gotta dig into this story a little bit. Um, <laughs> but you say you said medicated. You were like, like, what do you remember about the first night? Uh, well, the first, I was medicated before they put me into the truck, into the car. What do you mean medicated? Like, so my mom gave me chloroform. No, like, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> my mom, <laughs> like, my mom basically kind of like tricked me into taking like a bunch of Xanax. So, yeah. 
Love you, mom. Wow. <laughs> God. Love you, mom. Damn. How did she trick you? Uh, At 15? Yeah. Well, it. you know, it. I think she just said, just take this. And I was like, fuck it. Drugged. Like, I don't know. Like, I, yeah, Thanks, I don't mom. know what Damn. I was thinking at the time. Yeah, like, that was my. She wasn't like, she wasn't like hey, I heard this new SoundCloud rapper named Lil Xan. I thought I'd just, like, help you out and try to make <laughs> you cool or something. Like, yeah, I know. Rap career. Like, yeah. And then, um, I just, just being there was so like, man. I Wait, thought, so when did you come to? When did you? Because so you fall asleep, and then when are you awake again? I'm awake in the car. So like when when I was put in the room and like they took all my clothes and like strip searched me, I was like completely sober. Like I knew at that, I knew at that, like I didn't know what was going on, but it just felt. So when did you first come to? Like like when do you like when do you first start gaining consciousness again? When I'm in the car and I'm like seeing mountains and like, I, I don't know if you've been to Florida, but there's no mountains. So like when you get in a car yeah. and you're in Florida and you wake up and also like wintertime in Florida is like not, you know, it's still hot. And then you, you're essentially waking up in the car. There's mountains. It's cold. You're like, what's going on? Um, and then Holy I'm shit. pretty much like at this point, I'm like dead sober. Like I'm not like I had already slept off like the, the Xanax. And uh, at this point, it's like I'm not like medicated. What's going through your head, dude? I'm tripping. Like, <laughs> like I'm tripping. Like I have no idea. Like what's going on? Like my mom just told me. Like, like the last thing, my whole family is saying goodbye to me, and they're like, "This is for your own good." Like it's the scariest thing ever. And I was like, I didn't. Like, <laughs> I was like, what? Wow. Like so, yeah. And I didn't even do like anything that like bad. <laughs> so. What, so, what yeah. do you th- you have any idea what the reason was? I think my mom, I was just not a very like easy to control uh, child. Uh, I didn't like, I wasn't doing anything like that serious. I think in my, I definitely was just like, just lying to my mom all the time about where I was. Like definitely like, my mom wasn't like, my mom was kind of like not controlling, but like, I don't know. She sounds a little similar Who to your mom. wants to ship you off to the wilderness? Yeah, not to not to rope your mom into Sam, but the way you the way you talk about her sometimes. Well, I am. It's, it's a little similar. I am it's so a little similar. dead. <laughs> Sam, um, how many days were you in the forest when your mom sent you out there? Bro, only fourteen. I guess my wow, mom loved me a little bit. Light, dude, light work, dude. My gosh, God, gosh. You got yeah, off easy, wait, bro. bro. Wait, wait. Do you even know so how to like, bow drill? Did, <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I I didn't learn. It was just the wilderness of California, so oh, I was just okay. chilling on a beach. For, no, <laughs> wait. So, like, was it like the girl you were dating? Was it something you were you doing drugs on the side? Like, I wasn't doing like, drugs. I was just do? just you know smoking weed, which I don't think is you know I don't yeah. think that was like the serious thing. I definitely like I would steal my mom's car like occasionally. You know, in the middle of the night. <laughs> Just Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you put it that way, yeah. I also was uh, <laughs> I was also seeing this girl with blue hair, so I feel like I, I don't even need to say Uh-oh. more there. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, got to watch out. Did she turn out to be a real – did she turn out to be like a nice like – you know, religious girl later in life. Did she grow out of her blue hair phase? I'm so glad you asked because she's actually a porn star now. <laughs> <laughs> The question is: There an OnlyFans handle? She's straight up on the hub, man. I mean, you can. Uh-oh. I'm not gonna. She's we won't plug direct. her name. She doesn't. We're need talking a, direct to consumer. Yeah, no, direct. None of that. Okay, 
So we have a little context on why your parents are throwing you in the wilderness. It's yeah. because you did GTA and you're dating a porn star. Literally like living the life of a of a tycoon over here at 15. You could say that. Um, and so you come a, <laughs> you come to in this car, uh-huh. you have like remnants of your family saying, This is for your own good. Mm-hmm. When do you like realize you're you're kind of like fucked? Um, I mean, when I get searched and they take like everything I have, like my watch, like I was just like, why are you taking my watch? Like I was just confused. And they're like, they would just, they would always say this would always trip me out there. Be, if you ever had like a question about like time or date, they'd be like, be present, like stay present. Like they wouldn't tell you. Oh, like, like cult. Yeah, no, it did. Like it That's was cult so vibes, bad. bro. <laughs> yeah. They would, they would just be like, be present. And, like, it's funny because it, like, I still to this day, sometimes I'm like, oh, just, like, be present. I don't, I think I, I processed it pretty well. But, um, I think I, I mean, like, came... you seem normal on this call. So <laughs> I, I'm glad that you weren't so mentally fucked that no. you, uh, that you can still give a podcast interview. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. And, um, I think, I, I think to answer your question, they, I think I realized like at what point that I was just like that this was like insane like something just insane was going to happen to me it was just like when I'm in the woods with five strangers we're like sitting around a fire pit and like I'm watching these kids like at this point like you don't know like anything like you're given like like a bag of raisins a bag of pretzels like you're given like some basic hiking gear like shoes like all that stuff you're not allowed to have sharp objects you're not allowed to have like anything um there was one like old lawnmower blade that we would use to chop like wood and that was our like like thing wow. a yeah. lawnmower had blade a... to chop wood <laughs> yeah so it wasn't even like a proper axe or something um this sounds like one of the stories that my grandpa said like back in my day yeah, we only had day. one lawnmower blade and i walked yeah. in the snow uphill both ways to school <laughs> the craziest <laughs> thing is that i heard that this like whole like program was like thirty thousand dollars so like it's not even like it was like yeah exactly and like i'm like your parents paid 30k <laughs> just to throw you in the woods i think yeah maybe it was like 20 like like when i saw the number i was like there's no way and then i was like i, I like i googled it and saw that but I was like, I don't know where my mom like got that money. Like, she's a yoga teacher. Like, I don't know, bro. How that I can Holy I can throw shit. you in the woods for free right now. Like, <laughs> we could do that. Let me give me your kids. I'll do it for ten k. Come on. Yeah, Sam. Actually, we should start a new business. We will abduct your children and throw them in the woods <laughs> with no context. I'm, I mean, this will truly build their character. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Oh, Wait. So you're in the woods. Do you know how long you're gonna be there? Or are there every time you ask how long am I here for? There's like be present. So you don't have no idea. You have no happen. idea. Uh, essentially, you're allowed to leave when wow. you finish the program. Okay. And the program is like this. Like uh, they give you. They look like um, like little like booklets. They're like journals. They're like I don't know. Like they're like palm size though. They're like small little little like journals right and they each have like different like wilderness skills and like certain skills that you have to master their wilderness skills they're like social skills like journaling skills um like they're designed to be like therapeutic but it was not therapeutic and then once you mastered these programs i think there was like seven of these books i remember the lat the first one was green and the last one was red they all had different colors i don't remember any of the colors in between but that I remember. 
and it's uh, like your black belt. Yeah, exactly. It's like oh, yeah. blue belt, purple belt, black belt. I remember like wilderness before, black belt. before you get like the red one, you, like your last like final book, you have to do something called like a master like bow drill challenge, right? So like, are, are you familiar with bow drilling? Do you know what that is? No, what is that? No. So like, um, it's it's uh, you you've heard of like rubbing sticks together to create like fire. Yeah. yeah so yeah. essentially, you make. Oh, sorry. To create fire, I thought it was just sexual arousal. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> that too that too no. but there's that's another it, that's purpose. it that's it that's it that's it there's other purposes <laughs> right. um no we uh we took um you take this it's called a spindle it's like this little it looks like right. a little wooden little spindle thing right and then you yeah. you, you stick it just so gently into this this uh this fire just supple oh, curve God. yeah just this <laughs> yes and you just want to make sure it's really smooth and then you just oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you just bojo <laughs> just back and forth back and forth until you oh, until you oh bust my. a coal that's what it's called daddy <laughs> <laughs> this story is heating up so so you just um so you have to take it's cool you like learn to match like the white pine with the red fireboard they're called and yeah. you 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 spin it until it creates enough friction to create um, like a coal. It's called you call it busting a coal, and then you take that coal and you put it in. Do not call it busting a coal. One hundred percent. Yeah, I swear. Oh my wow. god! <laughs> and I put I a little tally mark joking, on my. Bro. No, no, I wasn't. I wasn't joking. And then um, I put a little tally mark on my bow every fire I made. Um, but yeah, so so what was like the most difficult part of this whole experience? Like, yeah. like around like you know, um, you're there 88 days. What was the hardest part? You don't see anyone else, but the five people you're with. You don't know what time it is. You don't know what date it is. Um, I think we were there for Christmas because some of the they gave some kids like a Christmas meal. I don't know. I'm Jewish, so we didn't get shit. <laughs> There's no Hanukkah, <laughs> no Hanukkah, Bro. nothing. You actually skipped this meal. Yeah, exactly. No, exactly. no, like eight no cookies or you. some shit. Like no, nothing. No, <laughs> no gelt, no chocolate, Damn. no menorah, nothing. Man. They really, they really, yeah. Um, Dude, those anti-Semitic bastards. I know. Yeah, right? for real. They're Can like, we expose on, them, yeah. please? Yeah, expose. <laughs> um. And then, um, oh, what I was saying with the bow drill, though, is I had this master thing. So I had to bow drill with the fireboard being wet. So I had to make a wet fire lying down wow. because I was like. So you had to bust it into something wet. Yes, I did. Wow. I did. I had to bust into something wet. And I did I it. could Boy, never I do did. that. And I, did, wow. I made the biggest fire. It was so hot and <laughs> steamy. And <laughs> so, hot so when do you get out of this this hellhole so the 88 days pass and i see my mom for the first time and um i look i mean i look it was heinous like i'm just like i look horrible <laughs> like i look like i was just in the woods could you shower and stuff like that um so we called him billy baths so <laughs> so essentially you take like bath. a yeah, do you know what that is? No, please explain. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a, a billy is like a little bucket almost. And you take the bucket and you go into the freezing lake or like river, whatever source of water. And you just kind of like splash your nuts because that's all you really want <laughs> cleaned up. <laughs> you know, you, you don't want to get your hair because it's so cold. It's so cold. You're like, there's, we had like one hot shower. 
and it was like we were like in the middle of like a storm and they put us in these like shelters there's like shelters all over the Appalachian Trail which is the section that like we hiked and um yeah even those shelters are really scary like you're like really deep in the woods like there's like there's like ghosts and shit out there like it's not like like there like you can feel like it feels just the energy yeah like you can feel it and it's not it's not exactly like it's not like it feels dangerous but it feels like it's like something bigger than you that you don't understand if that makes sense i don't know two two yeah. quick questions uh, for you yeah. um does the a1 appalachian trail does that ring a bell at all do they tell you where you were a1 yeah that kind of does ring a does bell ring so bell? i hiked i hiked section i started at the foothills of like tennessee and then hiked up through uh panther town valley we didn't know where we were so i had to like kind of look into this after to try and figure out where i hiked so like i'm still not like entirely sure to this day um i do know second, that there was second quick question yes sorry to cut you do you know do you know when this happened when? like what year and roughly um, what month okay i'm 25 if this happened when i was 15 that would be like 10 years ago uh was it at all in the summer month of 2011 no it was closer to the winter time because i was gonna say i was on the appalachian trail in the summer of 2011 so i was like could it possibly as well (laughs) could it possibly be that we crossed paths to to only meet all these years later it is possible. To your tail. <laughs> Did you see me wearing a wearing an orange hunter vest to not get shot in the woods? <laughs> <laughs> That's literally how to wear yeah, these vests. I literally just shot. Oh my god! I just see an wow. army of just like freaking so, like children looking like burly cavemen. <clears throat> yeah. Wait. So when you saw your mom, what did you say to her? Um, I feel like I was like gaslit the entire. I apologized, but I really now looking back, I feel like. Like, I apologized for, like, whatever I did to make her feel like that was her only option with me. I feel like that's, like, the best, like, the best thing. Like, I was, like, I'm sorry that you, like, that you just didn't know what else to do. Like, that's kind of, like, what I, you know, it's, like, what else do you say? Like, I was pissed, but it's, like, I was so happy to be out of there (laughs) that I was, like, yeah. And then I just remember walking through the airport in Asheville, North Carolina. That's where I flew from. We, I was driven up there, obviously, and I was gooned up there. But I flew yeah. back home. And I remember being in the Asheville airport. Like, I still hadn't showered. Like, I still looked like shit. And, like, just everyone's staring at me. Like, I remember I ate a uh, – the first, like, thing I ate was, like, an airport burger. And I literally inhaled it and, like – like just inhaled it like kirby like you know kirby right yeah, yeah just cool. yeah literally yeah, that, yeah. that was me <laughs> so wow it was so it was wild um but i feel like i learned a lot of really cool um skills and learned like a lot of like just wilderness shit like what trees like i learned that uh if you burn rhododendron if you have a rhododendron fire and you're near it uh the smoke will give you insane diarrhea. I mean just the Hershey squirts like no one's business. So Oh god. There's a fun fact for did you. You learned that the hard way? I sure did. Yeah. And um, Oh God. Yeah, I actually <laughs> oh this this is a funny story. I I one night because the food they give you isn't like 
real food. It's like really bad. Right. And you're sleeping in a tent with five guys. And uh, I wake up in the middle of the night, and I'm sure you guys can relate to this, but you wake up in the middle of the night, and you're just sweating, and you know that it's not good. And I stepped, I step out of the tent and just sharded everywhere. Oh, (laughs) and I had to go clean myself in a a frozen lake at like 3 a.m. Oh, and it was just horrible. Just the worst, like just no good toilet, just a hole in the ground at 3 a.m. in the woods. No support, oh, no help. Shit probably all over you. Yeah. That sounds awful. No toilet paper, just leaves. So oh. it's not even like, you know. Hopefully it's not poison ivy. I'm like, is there a spider on this? Yeah, no, no poison ivy. I. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Or what is it? Leaves Leaves of three, leave it be or something like that? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. If it's three, let it be. Yeah, something like that. That's what my dad would always yeah. say. So we've come to the the final question. Okay. Which is, is this child abuse? And if so, why or why not? Um, John, what do you think first? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> like, my good. I mean, just off rip, second one of the story, giving your child Xanax. All, we're already, like, we've barely in the journey, we're already arguably in, you know, child abuse territory. And Questionable territory. Scene, yeah, and then everything after it, like, absolutely. And also, I, I heard a similar story actually on Therapy Gecko, but the parents uh, <laughs> did that because their daughter was addicted to heroin. So I'm oh, like, God. I like, I feel like the punishment didn't I, I, the crime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, it was like they're doing, they were doing it because they're like, oh, we're trying to get her like unaddicted heroin, or whatever. Which again, like, still kind of od but also like yeah at least they at least they had a reason like like a yeah what okay it's like a hot take hot take i don't i only the the only part that i think is child abuse is the uh, there's three things there's three things giving you xanax abducting you and not telling you when it's gonna end but other than that, like, this just seems like one of those summer camps of like, oh, fuck, my parents are sending me to this lame summer camp again. See, like, that, that the, it was way worse. <laughs> there's there's yeah. no fun activities. Like, summer camp is like, you like. <laughs> it's only pain. Yeah, no, it's only pain. It's let's, it's, you're hiking until you literally can't stand anymore. And then you have to make a fire and oh, cook God. food and then sleep. And then. <laughs> wake up okay sounds pretty shit yeah. i mean you're, also, yeah, my, mom, sound, it, my mom didn't know when i was coming back either i don't think like i think you like con- didn't know how no, like, when it was she was just like yeah take them for as long as you I want pretty i'm pretty sure you finish one because everyone had different dates like i just coincidentally 88 is like a nice sounding number that was just coincidentally yeah. my how long i was rising. there yeah let's go but um they uh you know kids got out earlier kids got out way before too i've heard of kids being older too being like 17 and then turning 18 while they're there and then they can't be like legally kept there anymore and they just like dipped in the woods dip and like um there was this kid in the group uh you're like not allowed to like you can't leave obviously and this kid uh in the group like right before i got there he like tried to escape and he climbed a tree like looking for near like civilization fell out of the tree into a lake with both his legs broken and drowned in the lake and died 
and then they oh didn't they withheld God. that Holy they withheld fuck. that information from our parents too which i thought was kind of fucked oh my okay Jesus. fuck okay <laughs> yeah Okay, I'm adding more to my list in the child abuse section. Yeah. I think I think most of this experience is child abuse. Yeah. But well, how how do you interpret it? Like all these years after. Um you know, I I think it made me kind of hard and like a good <laughs> maybe kind of hard, you know. Yeah. Um yeah. Maybe rock hard. Yeah. I was busting on I was busting a coal. Busting coals exactly. left and right. I think I learned some really interesting niche skills, um, which mm. like uh, my bow is back home in Florida. I got to get it out here because that is just a great party trick. Like if I just bow drilled a fucking yeah. fire with two sticks, like I don't know, oh, where, like that'd be great. Dude, it, panties soaked, I'm sure. I also yeah. found uh, I found the article of the, the teen that died. I don't know how I can share that oh, with wow. you, but um, uh, send me a link. Yeah. Uh, wow, dude. So, I mean, you're so you're thankful for the skills. Uh, I mean, th- do you think it's definitely child abuse? Yeah, I have nightmares yeah. to this day where I'm like still trapped. There. Wow, like where I feel like I, it's like a wow. trapped. The the part that was abuse was the trapped feeling where like you can't and you also yeah. like can't leave the group. Like every time you'd leave the group, you had to. Part of this system was so that we wouldn't get lost, but like we'd have to count. So, like, let's say you're walking away from the camp. Like, you had to, like, count. And, like, you couldn't go further than, like, earshot. Essentially. Wow. So you don't escape. And really the only time you were allowed to leave camp was, like, if you had to, you know, go to the bathroom or something. Wow. Well, fuck, dude. It was pretty. Yeah, I think I think we can all agree it's child abuse. Yeah. 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 For sure. Uh, it, was not, um, it was not fun. But, I mean, to any of y'all listening or watching right now, let us know what you think. Uh, if anyone's in uh, your Trails, answers, Carolina, yeah. if everyone was in Trails, Carolina, Bravo group, you probably remember me. Reach, reach out. out. And if anyone has any stories of being gooned yourself yeah. Um, yeah. or abducted, like, in this way, like, please let us know. We want to hear your stories. Put your answers in the comments. Um, but, damn, Mitch, this is a crazy story. Thank you for sharing. And... Also, just want to say, uh, Mick was a Mick, Mick was a uh, uh, a listener like for a while, and then reached out, and now we're having him on the show. So yep. if you uh, if you want to share your story on OKOP like Mick just did, um, please reach out. Well, the real secret to getting on the show is you have to clap cheeks. If you're not clapping cheeks, you have to clap cheeks to the podcast. That's that's like the guaranteed like line skip. That's the Disney fast pass of getting on OKOP. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You have to send. You have Um, to send evidence. Exactly. (laughs) We we can't just do it without receipts. I mean, we are. We we do our research. Uh, We need receipts. receipts. Well, we love you so much. We'll see you soon, and have a great rest of your day. My psycho boyfriend destroyed my house because I wouldn't let him go on vacation with my family. I'm calling the police. 
So am I the a-hole. Mick is a friend of the pod, and we're going to jump right into it. So, me, 21 female, boyfriend, 23 male, let's call him Charlie, around a month ago, my mom mentioned a family vacation while on a call with me. Charlie and I have been together for about a year. He has still not met my mom's side of the family, only my dad's. My mom, 42 female, lives at home, lives in my home country together with my stepdad, 50 male, and my stepbrother, 24 male, lives there too, but not in her hometown. Because of this, he hasn't had a chance to meet them yet. Yesterday, I mentioned it to my best friend 21 female with whom i have been best friends for 17 years i was on the phone with her she is still in the city we grew up in and goes to university there because she often sees my parents my mom invited her like my mom invited her like she has done on any other vacation and this time she decided to come so the friend decided to come on the vacation that she was invited to okay the trip is fully paid by my stepdad and my mom my stepbrother will be bringing his fiance 21 female too charlie was in the room while i was on the call and asked me what should i pass Ooh. Charlie is already assuming he's going. A little presumptuous, Charlie. Mm, relax. I looked at him confused and asked, he's going somewhere. He said that he needs to know what to pack for the trip. I laughed and thought he was joking since I never said he was coming. When I realized he was serious, I sat him down and told him he isn't going to be able to come and there was no reservation for him. Plus, it will be very inappropriate to invite him over knowing that this is a family trip and it will make a bad impression like he is trying to come because it's just going to be free. They have never met him. There isn't any rooms left. He doesn't have a passport and there's other reasons that I tried explaining. He flipped out though and told me that I'm a bitch and that that I'm probably cheating on him and that's why he's not invited. Leave him. I tried yeah, end it Leave right him. now. I tried explaining, but he left the apartment. He hasn't returned since yesterday and at 4 a.m. I have to leave to the airport. I'm worried sick. I called many times and texted, but he isn't responding. So, am I the a-hole? And there is an update. So what do you think, Mick? Not the a-hole. First of all, where's your, pa you don't have a passport? I mean, you're not going anywhere. What was your plan? Like, if you didn't have the passport, I then feel like if I was- how would you be able to go? Like, you're, you're going yeah. to a different country, bro. And it was, it, this is the day before that they're talking about it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 4 a.m. I have to leave to the airport. Yeah, so this is yeah, like so, right there. So if I was the girl, I would have looked at Charlie and I would have been like... And what world can you come? You're delusional. Well, that's what I would have said in my head, but I would have been like, yeah, uh, just go grab your passport. And then he would be like, I don't have one. I'd be like, well, you kind of oh, well, need you one. you can't come. You can't come. And then it's like that way, he's... Yeah. But like at the he's same time the now, one, regardless, he's still dumb. But now we've just unearthed your insecure. And if anything, this is all good because now yeah. she knows she has an insecure little boyfriend, and he's not responding to her on purpose. Her worried, mm -hmm. and you know, in his dream situation, you know, she is locked up in a cage, only giving attention to him. Yeah, red flag for sure. But let's get into this mm -hmm. update. So when I was leaving from my apartment four days ago, I left a key to my neighborhood slash friend. Yesterday she called me to inform me that my boyfriend's stuff is missing and my writing studio and manga collection are destroyed. <gasps> Some of my savings are stolen and yesterday he tried to empty my bank account but failed miserably. $5,000 are apparently missing from the drawer of my nightstand and my boyfriend is nowhere to be found. Luckily, my stepbrother's fiance's mother is a lawyer. My mom's side of the family are trying to calm me down and get me away from the situation as much as possible. I thought this was a minor problem in the beginning, but here we are. Dad's side of the family is telling me to drop the charges and that I'm overreacting. Yes, I did place charges. I will have to deal with it further when I get back, but police are already on the hunt for him. Manga is valuable. Yeah, dude, man. You can't, you can't. 
You can't like you destroy can't, yeah. this smutty manga. No, Come on. No, you can't destroy the manga. There's there's some value there that she's gonna have there's, to you know place a value. There's a on line, that. you know. Take my possessions, take my money, but spare spare <laughs> the manga. Spare no, the manga. Spare the Not manga. the reading material. Uh-huh. No. Some people said I was the asshole because this would be the perfect time to meet my family. But in this case, it just seemed like a direct I want a free trip to me. Somebody pointed out we have communication problems. Yes, yes, we do. I didn't really want to mention this, but I'm on the autism spectrum, so it's pretty normal in a way. He knew two and a half weeks before I went to the trip, and I made it clear he wasn't coming. So with all that information, Mick, I pose it to you again. Is OP the a-hole no not the a-hole but i do think she she thinks that he wants to be in for the free trip i'd actually disagree i think he wants to be there because care without her right next to him he's just like an insecure guy i i I actually don't think it has to do with the money at all and i could be wrong i i would agree that it probably doesn't have to do with the money i think he maybe just wants to be integrated into the family it could be that too he's he's a psycho who can he's a psycho i mean bro like to not to like to respond after not being invited to a trip to steal destroy and like just cause a ruckus op dodged a bullet because that only would have gotten worse yeah 100 i mean you don't you don't do that but you know what you always do you always subscribe that's what i do yeah you publicly subscribe to okop on youtube and on the video i married my step bro uh blew a 200k college fund and stole my dead mother's jewelry Uh, we have some comments from our beautiful public subscribers lpn student one says i gave my hubby a list of stones cuts settings and metals for him to pick from when picking my engagement ring so basically this avoids getting a wrong engagement ring like uh someone did in this set of stories. Sarah T. Young said, I think a traditional ring is supposed to be three months wages, but that's like 1950s ideals. I, I think that sounds about right, right, Mick? Three months three for a months. wedding ring? Three like, months salary? What you make in three months? Yeah, spend on a ring. I'm like doing What would you math. spend on a ring? What would I, I actually already have a ring. Oh, is it like a family I, heirloom? Yeah, oh, so nice. uh, I just need to get my, my mom sold one of the stones in it, so I just need to get a replacement for that. Yeah. It's uh pretty much good. I just need to find that little lady. You know? Yeah. Hey, if you're single and you want we want Mick, he's open. As am I, actually. We're we're both single, so please DM us at our respective Instagrams. Um, <laughs> uh, and then finally, Michaela4490 says, in response to the Sarah Ring story, as someone who is married, the cost of the ring should be whatever you're comfortable with spending, whether that is zero or $100,000. Everyone's budget is different, and it's not the amount that's spent on the ring that's important. Thank you all no. for publicly subscribing and sharing your thoughts and comments. And uh, if you want us to read yours make sure to public subscribe and comment below and we'll see you soon later and thank you Mick, for coming on of course